Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Godly Girl Talk. I pray that something was said that spoke directly to your heart and situation. Please refer to the show notes for all the gems shared throughout today's episode. Also, be sure to check out our website at www.godlygirlinc.org. That's www.godlygirl. INC.org, where you can explore all things Golly Girl. And lastly, please don't forget to subscribe, share, and rate this podcast. I'll see you next week, Golly Girl. Be blessed. Mwah. Hi, Eunice. Hmm. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to get my air paused. I'm going to see if I can put them in because I hear some noise outside my window and I don't know. I don't want it to pick up. Um, but it sounds like some people. Okay, sounds like they're in. Can you hear me, Eunice? Yeah. Okay, and I can hear you really good with my air pod, so. Um... We'll be ready to start. When you are at one minute, we can start. Hey, golly girls. Welcome back to the golly girl podcast. This is your host, Valora, and I am back again with another episode. I so hope that you all are enjoying this season so far. We are in season three, um, entitled The Untouched Part. We are journeying through a amazing book um, that was written by um, my sister, Eunice Olatanji, and um, just inspired, truly inspired by God. Um, it's been a an amazing journey thus far. You guys know if you have listened to the other episodes, if you haven't, I want to stop you right now and tell you to go back and check those episodes out. But um, so if you have it, if you have listened to those episodes then you know that I have read this book already. Um, and honestly, as I'm journeying through the episodes and recording with Eunice, I'm finding that I really need to read it again um, because it just reminds you that um, we quickly forget those things that we don't truly meditate on. Um, so, and it's just like that with the scripture as well. You know, some people are like, oh, yeah, I read the whole Bible. Um, that's not the goal. The goal is to actually meditate on it, to let it change you, to let it pierce you, to um, to draw you closer to God, to learn more about God, um, to just grow you um, in your journey with Christ. So it's not a, okay, I read it already. I'm done. What's next? Because <laughs> the journey is forever going and so you forever need the word of God and so I'm just you know that's one of the things that I'm learning um, as we go through this but I did get a call this week and I just wanted to talk briefly about it uh, from a young lady um, I won't you know give her name but she basically stated that she had listened to the uh, episode one uh, where we were talking about the dummy cake and she was just very very um, inspired by that and you know that is exactly what we want um, to, you know, to do is to not necessarily, um, you know, I guess throw the hammer at you, but we want you to you know, like really examine yourself. We don't want you to just listen to this and be like, ah, mm, that's good. You know, that sounds really good. No, we want you really to, you know, to sit with yourself and, you know, in, pres in the presence of the Lord and just ask yourself, am I 
a dummy cake? Like, am I not the real deal? Am I not truly following Christ? Am I just dressing up nice on Sundays and looking really pretty and taking cute pictures with scriptures as my um, caption? Like, what is this life truly about? Am I truly, um, you know, striving every day to live for Christ? Um, am I denying myself? Um, am I, you know, repenting for my sins? Am I, you know, truly walking with the Lord and not him, not him walking with me, but I'm walking with him, meaning that I'm following him. I am going where he says go. Am I asking him like, what, you know, what is it for my day? What is his plan for my life? Um, all of these things, like it's, you know, it's so much more that I can go on about, but, um, we really want you to really stop and think about these things. And of course we want you to get the book so you can actually know, because we're not going through page by page. And it's just so, 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 um, such good meat, you know, um, it's really good spiritual meat that I feel every person, um, not just women, but every person. And, you know, we know this platform is just for women and maybe some men listen, but we, I just feel like every person needs to, um, to really, you know, get into this book. I told Eunice that when she wrote it, um, when she told me about it um, the first time, just like you need to, I, I just pray that every Christian really gets this book and read it and really takes the time with it and not try to, um, you know, read it really fast. Like some people say they read the whole Bible. I, I don't even have a desire to read the whole Bible. I mean, I want to read every word and I want to know it. I want to study it, but I don't, I'm not in a race to read the whole Bible um, because of what I get from the scripture. It's it, it, I often read the, some of the same scriptures over and over and I, and I, you know, feel God's presence and I, am convicted and I am, you know, just learning about God in different ways. And so I have no desire to read the whole scripture, but I just pray that, you know, that you all will pick up this book um, and just let it change your life. Um, but anyways, that's that. Um, so yeah, we are back with episode two of season three entitled who uh, personal branding today, we'll be talking about personal branding. And before we go into today's episode, I know um, I've already talked about five minutes already but hey you know I, I, I did that so it's, it's done but I wanted to uh, go back to a question because I don't just record these episodes either I really think about what we've talked about right um, and you know on the last episode I talked about being a learner um, truly being like enrolling myself um, in the university to learn about Christ to learn more about Christ to be a student to be a learner and so um Eunice asked me a question <laughs> on one of the episodes I don't know if it was the first episode or the intro episode um of the untouched part but she asked the question to me about Deborah like you know there being several Deborahs and then the other one was Sadducees versus Pharisees like what's the difference and I was like huh that really stumped me so I'm like I want to go and see exactly what you know the verbiage is on that and you know what the the answer could be and so I I didn't know that the Sadducees I did know that they were different they were a different set of people but I thought they had the same beliefs and they do to a certain extent and so I, I want to share this response of like kind of what I've read at different you know um, websites or whatever with Eunice to see um, is that what she was looking for or is that what she found or whatever whatever but um basically what I got from it was the Sadducees are like the upper level they're like the higher class they're like the bougie um they go by the Torah um 
they don't believe in the resurrection i believe because i'm trying to remember it from when i read it because i went i've been thinking about it and then the pharisees of course they're like law-abiding citizens they are um you know they go by the law but they don't go by the law really um but they are more middle class and so people actually like common people respect them like they're you know like a middle class person so they're not like bougie like the Sadducees are like bougie and people would be like oh you know if you're not bougie if you're not on their level then you don't like them but the Pharisees I think we would have like liked them but we would just been like y'all just y'all just so critical like y'all just being so harsh y'all not really living this life outside but y'all beating everybody else with it um and they do actually believe in the resurrection and they believe in heaven or eternity. Um, but the Sadducees don't believe in the afterlife or the, you know, like eternity. So Eunice, how did I do? Did I, did I do, did I fail? 10 over 10. 100. Oh my God. And you yes. see how, how I used, how I remember. Hey, godly girls. This is the first time I'm talking. Yes. But, um, hi Eunice. I'm <laughs> welcome. Again. So how I used to remember it is, you know, for the Sadducees, I remember that they don't leave in the, believe in the resurrection. And I'm like, oh, that's just sad. So I'm mm. like, those sad people who don't believe in this resurrection. That's like my little key of remembering. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's good. When I read that, I was so blown away. And it was just really, it was really, there are some Sadducees and some Pharisees in, 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 in society today. Like, and I'm like, and it was so, I'm like, oh, now I'm like, that's a Sadducee. And I'm like, because I used to be, and I want to say used to be, Lord, help me. If I'm not, if I'm still, let's just say I'm a recovering. Recovering Pharisee. It's like, oh, law, law, law. But you're not living there. If you really look at your own life, sis, you're not living, you know, every word of the Bible. You're not living there. You strive to, you want to, you do. So to some extent, I'm not a Pharisee because I don't know that the Pharisees actually wanted to live. I think that they just wanted to make other people feel bad. And, um, you know, they didn't really want, they didn't, they didn't want people to be like living for Christ, uh, which I don't feel like I don't want people to live for Christ or yeah, I definitely want people to live for Christ because I understand how freeing it is. But I think I was so driven by the scripture and like, if anybody error, like, to the least bit from it I'm trying to correct them and it's like wait a minute is the Lord calling me to do that in that moment because it's like and I used to call myself a law-abiding citizen like literally I'm trying to abide by the law of you know the Bible which we should right but you know you don't want to be um be so critical of people um you want to extend grace and you want to definitely be led by the Holy Spirit in all things because there are certain times where a person is really not aware that they're doing wrong in that, in that moment. Like they may not be even understanding the scripture on that particular topic, but they are a believer. And so that's just a part of their, which you mentioned this before Eunice, that's just a part of their sanctification process in which we're all going through until the end of time. Like we're all being sanctified. And even there are things that we are, that we are aware of about the scripture, but we just don't, we're just not, obeying it um that that evil flesh is just we're just letting it rule and no that's not right that's straight up sin (laughs) um so don't feel like okay well yeah I'm just struggling no you have to give that struggle to God but um basically I was just going back to I you know I was just basically throwing the bible like it's like the bible 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 and 
you know, you have to have grace with that. You have to have grace and you have to be led by God on all that. Like you can't just be, you know, here, this lady here was caught in adultery. What are we going to do with her? Stone her. It's like, wait, wait a minute. Hold on. If the lady, you know, okay. Are, is this true, ma'am? Do you, okay. Are, do you understand the wrong in this? Um, do you want to repent? Do you want to be helped out of this situation? Do you want Jesus to change you? It's like, no, we want to kill her. Like we just want to stone her. We don't want her to know Jesus for real. We just want her to stone her. And we don't really know, you know, we don't really, um, you know, rock with Jesus either. This Jesus that 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 we don't think is Jesus. You know, I'm talking from the Pharisees' point of view. But anyways, let me not get too far off in that because that's a whole another conversation. Uh, obviously, another podcast for another day. But yes, I'm so glad that I got that, and so I hope that you are listening as well. I know when y'all heard that question, I hope that y'all um, y'all went and looked it up yourselves. Like it's so good to to learn new things and you know um, I always ask God to have a spirit of uh, openness and learning learning more about him there's don't ever be too closed off don't ever be like oh before somebody's done you know with their sentence like oh yeah I know that no listen you don't know everything like no and that's a prideful way to live um, when you act like you know everything and you can't learn something so thank you Eunice for that um, that that lesson <laughs> um, and teach, and getting me to go out there and do my homework. So I appreciate that very, very much. Now, Deborah, I don't, I still don't know how many Deborahs there is. Um, I, I, I gotta, gotta do some more work on that, but I think you may have shared it, but nevertheless, I just wanted to share that with the ladies um, before we got started. So um, I do want to read um, the anchor verse for today, which is going to come from Psalms, 39 11 and if you all I do hope that you all are able to grab your Bibles if not you're driving um, of course just listen in do not <laughs> do not try to grab your Bibles because we do not want you to wreck but um so yeah some and it's not Psalms y'all I'm sorry it's Psalm I, I just said this on yesterday I was reading something from Psalm or maybe it was Thursday night. Yeah, I think it was Thursday night. I was reading something from the book of Psalms and I said Psalms and I'm like, it's not Psalms. But yeah, anyways, um, I think Psalms because I'm thinking like songs and it's a lot of them, but never mind. But anyways, nevertheless, Psalm, <laughs> Psalm 39, 11. And it says, when with rebuke, rebuke, sorry, when with rebuke, you correct man for iniquity, you make his beauty melt away like a moth. Surely everyone I'm sorry, every man is vanity. Selah. I'm going to read that again because I kind of like chopped and screwed it. When with, uh, when with rebukes, you correct man for iniquity. You make his beauty melt away like a moth. Surely every man is vanity. Selah. And so you all, we know that we live in a world where we feast and wine on a buffet of all things self. Like I've talked about this on the podcast before. It's it, it's so much self this, self that. So self-love, self-care, self-worth, selfie, self-help, self-affirmation, self-esteem, and more self, 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 self. Right on down until we absolutely self-destruct. Um, and that was written by Eunice. That is just it it, it was <laughs> literally jumping off the pages because we are we it's so much and I hear it so many times people are just like 
um, you know, you need to, you know, just love yourself more and, you know, this type of thing. And, you know, they even use the scripture. This is just how polluted the world is and how, you know, how we try to, um, pervert God's word. It's like the, um, the second scripture is love your neighbor as yourself. So how, if you don't love yourself, how do you not love your neighbor? You know, how can you love your neighbor if you don't love yourself? Well, this definition of love that this world is talking about, it has absolute, it's the absolute opposite as what God is telling us in, in his word about love. If we know, if we want to learn about love, I know all of you have heard this before. I hope you have anyway. The book, um, the, the it's First Corinthians chapter thirteen, where God talks about what love is. Okay, and that is not the world's version of love. Love in this world is not patient. These people ain't patient. Okay, these people are not kind. These people are not long suffering. We're not long suffering with anybody. Like we're like, you know, we're not gonna suffer with you at all. Like if you do something, you cross, you cross me, I'm gonna cut you off. I'm done with you. That's how the culture does it. It's like, oh, you, I got to protect my energy. I got to protect my peace. That is not of God. That's not love. Love is telling that person, hey, you are not living in the will of God. You are walking in error. I don't want you to, to you know, to fall deep into this thing and, and, and get so deep in your sin, you know, that you're in iniquity. You're, you know, that's love. It's being kind to a person that's been mean to you. That's love. That's being patient with people. That's love. And so, this whole self-care, you know, self-love type thing, like I said, it's not, it's not of God. And it's, it's another tactic of the enemy, you know, because it's like, oh, I got to do my self-love and self-care, self-worth in order to go out and do what God has called me to do. No, you got to go out there and do what God has called you to do and lean on God for your strength. That's how, that's how God wants us to operate. We don't, you know, and I'm not to say that you can't go and, you know, get a pedicure and go, you know, because some people will go to the extreme like me, because I was one time thinking like, hmm, maybe I shouldn't go get a pedicure. Jesus didn't get a pedicure. <laughs> I was like, hmm, he never stopped and got, and it's like, Jesus didn't do a lot of things, but if there is, you know, if, if we can get pedicures, it's not too, you know, don't, don't be extreme with it. So, um, but just don't get caught up in this selfie um, trend, um, this self, this self, that self worth it's, it's, it's not of God. And so Eunice, tell us um, about, I guess, really branding and just how we come to that, um, you know, just piggybacking off of the dummy cake and, you know, how we want to look, how we present ourselves, um, kind of tell us about that. So, um, I'll read a quote from C.S. Lewis. He says, the moment you have a self at all, there is a possibility of putting yourself first. Wanting to be the center, wanting to be God, in fact. That was the scene of Satan. It was the scene he taught the human race. Satan put into the heads of our remote ancestors the idea that they could be like gods, they could set up their own as if they had created themselves, be their own masters, invent some of some sort of happiness for themselves outside of God, apart from God. And out of that has come nearly all that we call human history. 
from money to poverty to ambition, war, prostitution, classes, empire, slavery, the long, terrible story of man trying to find something other than God, which will make him happy. You know, and unfortunately, for that time, there was no title for that thing that man wants to do, you know, that man wants to be like a god, man wants to exalt himself. So in 1997, a man called Tom Peters came up with this title, which is called Personal Branding, you know. Um, but then that was just the official title that was given to this, this wanting to um, elevate and just make this creation of ourselves, you know. So he gave that title, Personal Branding. But um, I would even go to say that the gave it the actual name that it is 2000 mm. some 2000 years and john wrote about the pride of life you know it's the pride of life we want to show we want to show who we are we want to show our achievements we want to i mean and there is a there is a god honoring way to do that and then mm. there is just a self-exalting perverse way of doing it. so yes yeah, so yeah just that's it so personal branding um i like to i guess go through the definition of what, like break it down a bit so what is this thing called branding when we say branding you know so from the book um it says branding is the marketing practice of creating a name that's so we create a name a symbol or design that identifies and differentiates a product from other products mm-hmm. you know and What's interesting to me is, you know, we want to differentiate ourselves from other people. We want to stand out. We want to. But the Bible says in Psalm 33 verse 15 that God fashions the hearts of all men alike. So it's useless even trying to until we have been broken by the grace of God and being and have that encounter with God where he literally breaks us. We are just as good or as depraved as the person next to us you know we all we're just what what makes us different what sets us apart is not what we create some kind of persona or some kind of idea that we want people to um see what sets us apart is ultimately the blood of jesus christ that is smacked upon our foreheads aside from that the heart of everyone you know, we're all just wicked. That's our that's mm-hmm. our unique thing. That's the unique thing we all have in common until the grace of God meets us and then now sets us apart. So branding is just a useless thing for human beings. I mean, when you make a product, of course you want your product to show, okay, yes, this is different. This works better. I can't go through how many skincare th- um brands I've gone through just trying to deal with this acne on my face, right? But um People will say all sorts of things just to show that they are different. Their own brand is different. But with human beings, nah. And we're looking at that, right? We all know that mm-hmm. if you're not a Christian, not even a Christian, if you have not been saved by the grace of God, if you have not been, if you have not come into saving faith, we're just all the same. We're just wicked and we're just depraved, despite what our pretty instagram feeds and all of that you might say so then branding so we've spoken about what is branding so what is personal brand and then there's a definition as well 
So let's pay attention to a few keywords. It says the conscious. So we're aware of it, right? We are aware of it. We're aware of what we're doing. So the conscious and intentional effort, right? So one, we're aware of it. Two, it's intentional. We go we go out of our way, like we ensure that we create, you know, okay, so a conscious and intentional effort to create and influence public perception of an individual. So we're even already trying to influence what people think about us or what people perceive from us even before they get the chance to form their own opinion. So it's a conscious and intentional effort to create and influence public perception of an individual by positioning so you do it in a specific place right so you you've positioned it you've you've arranged it you know you know by positioning them as an authority elevating their credibility so you want to raise the fact that yeah they're credible you you don't want it to be you don't want to go through that process of that time-tested progress of proving that you're a credible person where you want to elevate you want to go out of your way to show that yes credibility and differentiating themselves from the competition we want to differentiate ourselves from other people we're not in competition with anybody and then to ultimately advance so the goal of this whole thing is one to to ultimately advance their career mm-hmm. increase their circle of influence they want to be influential and to have a larger impact again it's also about influence So personal branding defines success as a form of self-packaging. So the extent to which your personal branding is successful is how good you've been able to package yourself. Mm. But how does the Bible define success? Joshua 1, 8 says, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night. And then thou shalt make thy way, sorry, to observe and to do. So it's not just meditating. So meditating mm-hmm. on it day and night to observe it and to do according to all is written therein and then thou shalt make thy way prosperous and then thou shalt have good success so that's what the bible tells us again some about the man who meditates on the law of god how he will be like a green grass planted by the sea his leaves will, will continue to they wouldn't wither he'll continue to flourish that's what the bible tells us success is but personal branding just says you're successful once you have done the ultimate self maintain that brown aesthetic theme on your instagram profile and you haven't Mm. gone off character you know you see how bent these things are and if we do not just stand for truth and no truth can just you know make us you know feel just delude us into thinking that we've achieved something when we're up need of saving grace you know um and that's why even when you do we go out of our way to do all these things people still come out and then they're they're saying that oh there's still this emptiness that they that's what c.s lewis said that when we're trying to anything outside of god we're going to feel an emptiness we were created to worship so when we are creating what has been created by man when you know isaiah i think i don't I don't want to attempt because I don't remember exactly, but God was, and I, I like God. I love God. I, I, I love God, but I also like him. I love his sense of humor. You know, he was saying how, so God was talking about the Israelites and how these wooden things that they had created for themselves to worship. And he said, why mm-hmm. aren't these people thinking? Why can't they just sit down and reason that 
some of this wood that we're worshiping, we burn some of it to make food <laughs> and we take the remaining to now make idols. Like, why aren't these people thinking? It's like, you're obsessed with shoes. Like, do you know that it was man, fellow flesh and blood? That we should appreciate these things. But when we're so obsessed with, let's say, anything that has been created by man, <laughs> you know, it's like, or then even, and or anything that has been created, right? Even mm-hmm. if it's a fellow person, because of men, we are also created by God. We're right. going to just be disappointed when we mm-hmm. look at our spouses or our partners mm-hmm. or our families as the ultimate yes. people. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to be so hit by disappointment because it's only an uncreated who we know is always going to be there. Somebody who is not changing, somebody who we know has no competition, has no, there is nobody like you would always see somebody who is better, like more caring or nicer mm-hmm. or kinder than your spouse or more beautiful, mm-hmm. you know. But when you see God, the only one who is holy, that is worth just dying there. That is just you, you take all of my affection. You, yeah, you know, it's like we really need to pray for God to really disillusion us because. It's easy to just say, oh, yeah, don't be because, you know, um, it's not just by letting people say, oh, um, focus attention on God. It's like it's the you know, there's a writer in the past who calls it the expulsive power of a new affection. When we we can't just keep saying, oh, the world is useless. The world is useless. The world is this is just a shoe. It's just this. But we need to people need to know that there is a there is a better way. Right. Yeah, your shoes are good. Your I don't know why I'm sticking to shoes. Like it's anything. <laughs> like whatever it is, like is they're good. But then there is a better way. There is this person who loved you. You, you who you know what you did last night. You know what you're thinking. You know everything. Mm. As unworthy as you are, there is somebody who loves you and gave himself for you and wants to make you just like him. That agony you have in your heart about how I'm so depraved how i'm so this i'm so that he wants to take that and and purify you form you to his own image and it's like that is a new thing that is we don't just make yeah people know yeah money is you money money is just go it comes and goes you know we don't need to spend all our energy um exposing our breaking down the fact that a lot of these things that we just die for just vanity and they go they might you know yeah some people say they get it but i think it's more about just exalting the name of god and lifting jesus up jesus said when i'm lifted up i will draw all men to myself so when we lift jesus up then people know yes this is where i should set my affection this is what i've been looking for right so yeah so it's all it's always going to be empty when you know we're all just focused on ourselves like you know, Thomas Akempe said something that I love so much in his classic book. It's an old, lovely book, you know, written hundreds of years ago. It's called The Imitations of Christ. He said, you will quickly be deceived if you look only to the outward appearance of men. And you will often be disappointed if you seek comfort and gain in them. If, however, you seek Jesus in all things, you will surely find And likewise, if you seek yourself, you will find yourself, and then he puts a disclaimer, to your own ruin, right? Mm -hmm. If you're trying to seek yourself, you will find yourself because you will see how much of a, how much of a nothing, you know, the Bible says that we're just 
dust you know he remembers mm-hmm. that we're dust you know mm-hmm. you remember how if you want to if you want to find yourself you know some people say oh yeah I just i'm just trying to find myself don't do that you're gonna hurt yourself more find the mm-hmm. one who made you and let Come him tell on. you why he created you don't say you're mm-hmm. going to find yourself right i don't want to know myself i don't you know i yeah it's not i'm not trying to say okay let's hate ourselves or anything but um if we really want to find ourselves we're just safer finding the one who made us and let him define who we are because if we find ourselves just as thomas akempe said (laughs) if we seek ourselves rather we'll find ourselves to our own ruin and utter disappointment so yes that's the that's it that's basically about um personal branding (laughs) that's i guess no that was so good and there was there was a few points that you that you talked about um for one in the in the the quote that you first started off with um uh you know the, that you know basically wanting to be the center wanting to be god is is the the same sin of satan and it's the sin that he has put into the human race man oh my god it's like oh i was made in the image of god i am not gonna accept anything less than because i was made in the image of god and it's da, 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 da. and then it's almost you know not almost but there is also this uh belief system out there now that that you know uh women are gods and then you got this divine femininity and then you got the divine masculinity and it's like basically these people saying that they're going to, you know, that they're gods basically. And the God is within them, you know, and it's like the God within me. And it's like, but it's not the Holy spirit. It's not Jesus Christ dying. You know, it's not accepting the, you know, the death and the resurrection of uh, Christ. It is, Mm. it's, it's, it's within me. And it's like, that is so toxic. Like I would Mm. never want to be my own God as screwed up as I am because, and and it wasn't until I came to, to really know know Christ is when I realized just how jacked up I am and like you said you don't want to know yourself like to find yourself I literally was just like today literally getting out of the shower I was just like I cannot stand that about you I cannot stand that about you it was something that I did I I believe it was like a negative thought about somebody and I was like why do you think like that Hmm. and it's like if I'm my own God then that's a jacked up God and I don't want I don't want to serve nobody like this. Like that's so, and it's like, how, how can I be, how can I be God when I don't even know what I'm doing in life? And like you said, we come to this place of emptiness because, you know, we, we're, we're, you know, we're like, oh yeah, I'm God. And then it's like, I'm going to, uh, you know, project this on other people. And then, you know, for, for a minute, you may have a hype going with people, but then they're not hyping you anymore. And then you like, mm. oh, I'm empty. And I'm, I'm, mm. you know, I don't understand. I don't understand. You know, mm. I was, you know, I was here and I got to get back there. Then you start striving to get back to that place, you know, and it's like, mm. get out of here. That's so foolish, you know, mm-hmm. and I, and, and it's so um good here. And it's not good, but it's, it, it's, it's a good way to put it in words. I'll just say that it's not good when you think about it, but it's like, um you have that that high where you're like you know you have some um you know you have some accolades or you have some money or you have some status it's like out of that um that hopeless attempt that's where all of this um this poverty and this prostitution and the the you know the empires and the slavery you know and people treating people so harshly and you know all of this um just you know 
drive and I'm I'm just passion. I'm just doing what I love to do and I'm just all about my business and I'm an entrepreneur and I'm this and it's like that's what that's what's you know God in society today and it's like this is do y'all see the destruction that we're doing to ourselves by trying to go after these things and then yet we got people dying every single day with all of this stuff they leaving behind and it's like, why do you strive for this? Why do you not, like the scripture says, store up your treasures where it cannot be taken away, where it cannot be eaten by moths? Like, why would you, you know, try to do so much for this world? And like, in and and I don't want to go too deep into it, but um, when you talked about the um the personal branding, and and it was three things you hit on um of advancing their career. Um, their circle of influence and having a larger impact. That's like the ultimate goal for people. Like that's like the ultimate package. Like you said, the self package right there. And it's like, man, even with golly girl, right. It's a brand. Um, and we're, 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 you know, we're set aside from other brands and, you know, I hear different people like, Oh, you guys remind me of them or you guys remind me of them. And I'm like, yeah, but this is how we're different, you know? And it's like, okay, the love of Christ needs to be our brand. And then two, it's like, are we, are we driven by the, the, the increasing of the, the circle of influence? Are we, are we driven by, I remember one time I was praying so much of enlarge my territory and I had to ask myself, wait a minute, where did this come from? Like hmm. you didn't even know you was gonna, you didn't even know about golly girl. Hmm. God gave you golly girl. Yeah. Like you, you, that was never even a thought of yours. Like, so this is God's stuff. This is God's stuff. You just do what he's calling you to do. And that's it. And, and, as, and, and from that day, when I did that, it was just like, everything else is going to fall in place. I don't need to strive after numbers. I need to tell every woman I know about Jesus. If they want to join Godly girl, I'm happy. If they don't, I'm all right with that too. Hmm. I'm not, I'm not out here trying to beat golly girl over the head for people. I'm out here trying to live for Christ so that they can see that this brand that I wear is truly what I'm walking in. Like, I, I, I want to be a golly girl. I desire to be a golly girl, not just to wear the cute golly girl gear. I want to be a, a, a woman that is passionate about godliness and living that in every breath and every step that she takes that, you know, that people, you know, and it's not even that people that Christ can see it, but that people, yes, can see it as well so that they can be drawn into Christ, not drawn into me, not drawn into Godly girl or not drawn into any initiatives that I'm doing unless the Lord so guides them. But it's that part right there hit me because some people are like, oh, you know, you're going to be a full time ministry. And I would love to be full time doing what God has called me to do. But I'm not going to put my focus there because even on my job right now that I'm doing. I'm reaching people for Christ right now on my job. Literally two of my veterans were breaking down in tears this week, uh, just from the power of, you know, just the presence of God and what God is doing in their life. And I got to witness that and be a part of it. That is ministry. It doesn't have to be through Godly girl. It doesn't have to be on this big platform on social media with a picture and them and me and, you know, everybody seeing it and like, oh my gosh, praise, you know, praise Valora. Basically it's like, let's, and, and, but yeah, this is, this is, um, this is good. Um, so I wanted to talk too about the Saul syndrome. I saw that, um, 
which kind of basically talks about what you what you laid off of um uh, when you when you uh, were talking about the personal brand and basically just defining success as a form of self packaging, and then how that leads to um, the soft syndrome, which basically, from my understanding, and you can correct me, Eunice, um, that we're putting our best selves out there to people, to mere flesh, mm-hmm. and to people who cannot look at the heart of us. Can you know? Can I look at our heart? And I always tell people, you know, they're like, "Oh my gosh, you are just such a you. You are really passionate about God." And I'm like, "Mm-hmm." I was like, "Yeah, you can't you can't see all the stuff in my heart. Like you really living for God. Like I don't. You don't even curse, girl. I haven't even heard you curse yet. You made me like not want to curse. I was like, cursing is probably one of my least words right now. I said I have other. I got other stuff that's going on." in my heart like you can't see the heart of man we always say oh that's a good that's a good pastor he preaches the word of god and praise god for that but who we don't know what that man is dealing with the bible says the heart is deceitfully wicked it didn't say some hearts are deceitfully wicked it says the hearts of man are deceitfully wicked no one can know how deceitful and wicked it is but god So it's like we have this soft syndrome. It's like, oh, we're going to do, you know, we're going to put our best foot forward for people. And then, you know, okay, we want the, you know, the accolades, you know, the accolades and the affirmations, which I know we're going to talk about of, oh, my gosh, you're such a great person. You're such a great um, inspirational speaker and great sister and a great mentor and, you know, all of these things. And it's like all of that is going to our head instead of saying, no, it is God. And that's what, you know, some people, some people get irritated with me, Eunice. It's so crazy, but they get irritated with me because anytime they give me a compliment, I'm like, that ain't even my compliment. That don't belong to me because any mm-hmm. good that you see that I do, it is, mm-hmm. it is God. It is not yeah. Valora. Valora yeah, is nothing not- good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no good in me mm-hmm. other than Christ. Other than yeah. the, the Holy Spirit living in me, that's the only good. Valor is not good. Well, you need to know how to take a compliment. I'm not going to take credit for mm-hmm. something. That's plagiarism. Like, the, like, you know, when we get in trouble in school for cheating and taking somebody's words. That's plagiarism. I'm not going to take credit for God's work. Mm-hmm. Like, how can I say, oh, thank you so much, girl. I worked so hard for this. What did you do? Tell me what you did. How did you get, how did you... How did you get to be what God has called you and God has created you to be? How did you do that? How did you work so hard? You know, when I hear people say, I worked so hard for this, I deserve this. What? I deserve death. Hmm. Amen. I deserve death. And I don't know, I don't know what fantasy world you live in, but you, you, you just like me, we deserve the same thing. And so it's like, you, <laughs> we don't deserve nothing, you know, and people are just like, oh, you deserve this. And it, it makes me cringe. Like people, you know, say they cringe. That makes me cringe when we tell each other, you deserve this. I cannot bear that. I can't put those words out of my mouth. Like, and it's like, Lord, I just pray that people will come to understand that we don't deserve anything. And that's why I'm bold about saying it. I deserve death. And they're like, you just don't have any self-esteem. It just makes me think that you don't have, or if I'm, if I don't have any clothes in my closet, I'm giving away my clothes and I'm like, oh, I only need this many pairs of jeans or whatever. They're like, you know, you need to have more of a variety for yourself. For what? It takes a great self-esteem to to admit that you don't you not anything have any self-esteem is quite ironic because it takes a great great actually great self-esteem to say that 
I have nothing. Like, I'm nothing. It's all God. You know. Somebody if, said if my... Yeah. No, that's good. My spiritual mom last night, she said we... She said she read somewhere that we were, like, that we were um, comparable to menstrual rags. And I'm like, whoa. That mm-hmm. is deep. I mean, I'm thinking about a real menstrual rag, and I'm like, eh! <laughs> Vomiting. <laughs> like, it's... Well, the Bible doesn't the... compare me to a menstrual rag. The Bible compares us to dust. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I, I think I like, I like dust. Rag. Okay. I like, I like dust. dust. But... I, I like dust. I'll stick with but, dust. But when I thought about it, I'm like, you know, I'm like, oh, okay. And so it but in our in our in our in our sinful state, it's like you 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 have that aroma. It's like, okay, you just you're you're like wallowing in your sin and I'm just like, man, and I just thought about I was like, man, that it's like we gotta humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God, like the word of God says. And you know, if you follow in culture, you are not going to humble yourself. You're gonna lead yourself uh to destruction, which the Bible says pride leads to destruction. Um, and that's it's that is where all of this stuff is birthed from. This this personal branding and um this dummy cake. All of it is rooted in pride. Thank you, Lord. Rooted in pride. And speaking of pride, let's talk about Eunice. Dun, 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 dun self-affirmations and positive affirmations aka empty words yeah so um just still going back going off of this whole thing of personal um branding and um you know we personal like affirmations it's one um it's one major thing that is I guess is quite common you see post or you know saying I am this I am that and you know I'll just take it from from the from the book the untouched patches you know um so uh so okay <laughs> part of the book we just talks about how because of personal branding and when we've achieved you know that so ourselves rightly and mm-hmm. you know we're successful according to the standards of the yeah you know we now think oh yeah value i worth and then people keep you're just saying no you're worth i'm an influencer uh it takes a certain boldness to actually call yourself an influencer but um i know my worth i'm this and that and then we're just saying empty stuff we're just you know um, I am beautiful, I am this, I am that, because we think we have done things like where do you, if you know, if you say you know your worth, where are you getting it from? Are you getting it by the fact that somebody laid down his life for you, that I'm that precious? Mm-hmm. And are you directly linking it to that fact or do you just leave it to guess, for people to guess, oh, what, where am I getting my worth from? So by no means, and you know, the Bible says that, in Colossians 2 verse 8 to 10 that let no one uh any don't okay so Colossians 2 8 says beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceits after the tradition of men after the rudiments of this world and not after Christ and then verse 10 says that we are we're complete in Christ so anything any kind of affirmation that is coming that is not coming from um the fact that we are rooted and complete in Christ is just empty words that time is going to prove how 
meaningless they are you know um if you yeah. if you um you know um if and the thing is having personal affirmations is not wrong you know but the bible again when we go back to the bible we see that even pe- um, verbal affirmations is there in the bible so in first timothy sorry titus chapter 3 from verse um, eight he was saying this is a faithful saying and these things i will say that thou affirm constantly so what was what was paul telling titus to constantly affirm when you read you have to go back to chapter two and read from chap from verse 11 of titus chapter two all the way to chapter um chapter three verse seven and when you read everything you just see that what he was trying to say in verse eight was that we should constantly affirm is jesus christ so if we want to use affirmations, we want to say these things. We don't just say, oh, I can't fail. We'll say something that, like, I will not fail because Jesus Christ never fails. You will say, in Jesus Christ, I live, I move, I have my being. Mm-hmm. I am Jesus Christ's masterpiece. By the stripes of Jesus Christ, I am healed. I can mm-hmm. do all things through Jesus Christ who, strength, mm-hmm. who gives me strength. Mm-hmm. I am created by Jesus Christ to do good works. And then when we're weak, we can say, I am strong because of what Jesus Christ has done for me. The foundation of my life is in Jesus Christ. So we're constantly affirming, but we're not just doing the, I am this, I am that. We're doing it. We're saying, I am this because of Jesus Christ. I am this because Jesus Christ. I am this because Jesus Christ. So don't, let's not leave our affirmations open-ended. Let it not be like, we can't do things the way of the world. And it's, you know, some worship songs, you know, they're so beautifully written and they just say he like the word like Jesus's name is not there and it could easily have been written to a a man that you're in love with like a husband you know so let's not leave things open-ended let people be clear that when we say I am anything it is Jesus it is because of Jesus Christ because God is the only I am so if we're just my am we're ultimately calling ourselves God. But we say, I am this because Jesus Christ. I am this mm-hmm. because Jesus Christ. So we're af- constantly affirming. We're using verbal affirmations, but they're all from Jesus Christ. Yeah. Mm. And that is so good. And that's why, you know, I, I try to tell people, you know, especially with this Golly Girl community, is that it's it's okay to affirm ourselves. It's always good to have you know, um, words to encourage you, especially in this walk with Christ, right? Because it can get hard. Um, anytime that I'm feeling down and somebody gives me scripture, I know that's solid affirmation. But if you give me something that somebody that made up that, um, you know, I affirm that in 30 days, um, I'm going to be a millionaire. Who God didn't say that. Who? Where where did that come from? Like, how do you know that that's a, a, a fact? Like, you know, and it's like, oh, you know, uh, also along the lines of this manifestation. It's like manifesting this life. What are you, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Like, how come all these other people who struggle through life couldn't manifest a good life for themselves? Oh, they just didn't know how to speak the right words. You know, the, the Bible says, and I'm in this society today y'all please do not be confused please do not have a discerning spirit ask the lord to help you to discern these spirits out here because i'm telling you these people will pervert the word of god the bible says to um 
that that uh, life and death is in the power of the tongue. So I'm going to speak positivity over my life. And I'm going to have a husband by December, right before Christmas. What? <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Um, and, and you can go get a husband and have him before Christmas. You can do that because God has given us free will, right? But that's not, that doesn't mean that it's what God is doing in your life because you're not even seeking his face. His first, his word says, seek first the kingdom of God. That's what it says. That's what he wants us to do. You don't, you don't, you know, you don't affirm yourself. And then you got mere flesh out here affirming you. I don't, it don't make me feel good when, when somebody says, um, you know, oh, you're doing such a good job. Does the Lord think so? Does the Lord say I'm doing good? Hmm. What is your standard that you measure me on doing a good job? Is it is it from if is it from the sta- is it from your standard, your personal standard? Because I'm not living like you're living, then that doesn't that doesn't get me anywhere. And, and it's not to say you know keep your uh, keep your compliments. I mean, you're welcome to give them, and I'm not going to be mean to you. But in my mind, I'm like, Lord. Are you satisfied with me? Because all I want to hear is well done, thy good and faithful servant from the Lord Almighty. That's what I I want to please the Lord with my life. All I want to do is make Christ smile. That is what I'm, that's what, and I understand from his word that if I make him smile, then I don't make the world smile. The world don't smile when Christ smile. The world hated Christ. They killed him. They crucified him. They, they spit on him. They, they treated him bad while he was here. That's what the world did. And he said that if I identify with him, they're going to hate me too. So obviously when you're, when you're affirming me, I must be doing something wrong. (laughs) Like I said, but if you're affirming me according to the word of God, if you're, if you're saying, but Lord, you're, you're walking according to the purpose that God has for you. And therefore all things will work together for your good. Come on. Uh, you are loving the Lord. You are obeying the Lord. Cause the word says, the word of God says that those who love me, they obey my commands. Mm-hmm. But Lord, you obey the commandments of Jesus Christ by forgiving that person. And therefore it's going to work according to your, to your good. However, the Lord sees fit. That's putting this in back in the Lord's hand. This is, this is the scripture. Speak scripture to people, biblical affirmations. I always say biblical affirmations hold weight. This other stuff that we out here speaking is empty. It's trash. It's measly words. That has no meaning, no purpose, no even true foundation. Because people start speaking stuff. So yeah, the 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 affirmation um, <laughs> goes all along, like you said, with the saw syndrome and the personal branding, and you know, putting on for people the dummy cake. Uh, oh, you are so beautiful! Oh, girl, you beat your face. You know, and it it's okay to be beautiful. It's okay to beat your face. Um, but can like, <laughs> what's your purpose behind this? What's your purpose to beat your face? So you can get the looks of all people. Like, you know, we have to ask ourselves, you know, these things. It's not to say you got to come out the house looking rugged. It's not to, you know, not to say you come out, uh, your hair is not, you know, brushed or combed or groomed, right? Um, you, you haven't taken a bath. 
and you like, I'm just living for Christ, right? You know, I don't have to take a bath. No, no, no. There's no. Take care of the body, right? Um, so in, in closing out, I guess not closing out, but ending off on the personal branding uh tip, I think there is um there is a in the book I read about um we talked about this um Eunice before about Jesus being the greatest influencer alive. Jesus and I love what Eunice said in here that Jesus' name is called every single second of each day without fail from the outermost to the innermost parts of the earth in whatever capacity the utterer might intend how many times are we calling on Jesus throughout the day people all over the world people who are being persecuted over in Afghanistan and different parts of the world I read um, stories on my on my phone from you know different uh, areas of the world where people are being persecuted but they're calling on the name of Jesus he is the greatest and they're being persecuted just for calling on the name of Jesus just for believing in Jesus they're you know they're basically giving their lives for Jesus there is not anybody out here that's laying down their lives for other people there's not anybody out here doing that there's not anybody out here saying, listen, you know what? I will be persecuted just so just because I identify with you. I'm going to, uh, these people are going to kill me if they find out I'm your friend and I'm going to stay your friend and I'm going to tell them I'm your friend. I'm going to sit in the chair and let them cut my head off because I'm your friend. But for Jesus, they are doing it. That's the greatest influence. They've done that. This has already been done years and years ago. Paul and Peter and um, so many others their faith that's the greatest influencer right there and so let's model him let's follow him as christians let's follow him in his path of influencing influencing others and what did he say whoever claims to live in him must live as jesus did and then and it also says your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples that's how we follow christ so eunice said our love for one another should be our brand yeah, that so should I'll, be just write of that. I'll just write off that. So the whole point is you shouldn't not um, a personal brand. It's not this is not to condemn wanting to have um a good image and um all of that. No. It is to say that whilst you're whilst you're curating your lovely image and all of that your brand should not rest or be built on the fact that you have curated a persona that you want people to believe. But as believers, as followers of Christ, he tells us that our love for each other will prove that we are his disciples. So for instance, when we see a Muslim woman, we will know her because of the way she is dressed. There's a particular way she's dressed. So we can tell from afar, oh yeah, that's a Muslim. We can tell, uh, a Jewish person, by the way, he is appearing, you know, I think they cover their hair and they have like beards and we can tell, you know, mm-hmm. right? So as Christians, because of the freedom God has given us, looking at us externally, there is no proof that we're Christians. Yes, there might be some, a lot of people who call themselves Christians, so they might not exactly appear modest. So we wouldn't even use that as the, um, as the, standard measure, yeah right Mm -hmm. so as christians the only personal brand the only thing that can mark us apart is 
the love that we have for firstly ourselves mm. you know firstly ourselves remember how it was with the apostles they shared them and none of them lacked anything those who had more they 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 sold their things they brought the money people mm-hmm. everybody was they was there was love and that's the thing that should mark us out as believers firstly our love for each other you know there's an order of priority in how we love we must love all men but especially fellow believers and mm. when you look at it you see why jesus was so particular you know in john 17 when he was praying for us he was praying about unity but you see how the you know the christians how churches all over are so much hostile to each other fellow christians we don't agree on oh one thing one thing we don't agree on this we don't agree on that yeah we don't agree on the secondary issues but do we all agree that jesus is god that jesus came to this world that jesus died that he resurrected that he's coming Mm -hmm. back that we're only saved by believing in him and not by our works and we believe in baptism they believe in baptism and receiving the holy spirit if we agree on all those things whether we believe we say oh we're baptized by um sprinkling or by cleanse or by immersing or by um or by when we were young or when we were aware of what we were doing do we believe though do we believe though and because of a number of these secondary issues whether speaking in tongues or not speaking in tongues look at how much division it causes in the body of christ but then Jesus says our love for each other, not our love for the people of the world, for each other, we who are saved by grace, for each other, would prove to the world that we are his disciples. That is That should be our personal brand, our love. And what is so special about this love? What is so unique? There's some, um, there are some characteristics about love from the Bible. Firstly, you cannot teach anybody love. You mm. can go to an image consultant to teach you how to appear. You can go to people to help you teach you how to speak how to appear but love nobody teaches you how to love only god can teach one how to you know and you know it's you know it's that was that's taken from first thessalonians chapter 4 verse 9 another thing love cannot be killed you cannot kill love for it is as strong as death and that is from songs of solomon 6 6 you know love cannot go out of fashion yes Mm. what we're doing in our personal brand by relevant in the next 20 years but love the value of love that 2000 years ago is the same value that it has today love does not go out of fashion and the bible tells us in hebrews chapter 13 verse 1 let brotherly love continue be at peace Mm. let it continue because it's not going to go out of fashion love cannot be quenched even another um characteristics is that love cannot be quenched even by the mightiest of torrents that is from songs of solomon chapter 8 verse 7 Another one is love cannot be faked, so it does not need no verification badge. You know, on Instagram, for instance, you know, to s- people who are like um, public, public figures need verification badge to separate the fake from the real, right? But love, you can't fake love. You can't fake love. So love doesn't need any verification badge because it can only come from friends a pure heart and genuine faith. And that's taken from 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 5. So if you don't have a pure heart, if you don't have a clear conscience, if your faith is not genuine, you cannot love. And love cannot be commodified. You can pay for a personal brand, but for love, you cannot buy love, right? 
because love is not yes the bible says that love answers money answers all things but love answers all things except money sorry <laughs> money answers all things except love right because mm-hmm. you can't buy love you know how many people are stuck in loveless mar- marriages with just rich people right you can't mm. buy their love yeah they can enjoy your comfort but love you cannot buy love right because love is not a thing love is life love is virtue love is god and god's love ultimately so our love for each other the love that we have for each other as believers and then to other people in the world looking at them from eyes of compassion not looking at them not looking at them that oh we're we're better than them or anything no we're looking at them like oh god please save this person's soul let them come into this saving faith that i am enjoying this amazing grace that you have shown me when we see people that's how people in the world people who are still blinded you know from the beauty of the gospel um we're just supposed to pray like god please open their eyes that love for them you know the Mm. bible says we should owe no man nothing but love so yes it's love absolutely that should be our personal brand it doesn't mean that oh we shouldn't care for our bodies you know because jesus you know we must the bible expects us to care for our body to to um exercise our body to feed Mm -hmm. the body but then Mm -hmm. we're not supposed to make food our obsession you know we say oh we want to have the right body so then we now get stuck on healthy meal plans or we now no jesus was jesus ate whatever was available he wasn't specific even when he rose from the dead what did he eat he just ate fish and bread cakes or something mm-hmm. he didn't say oh i'm on my way to heaven let's have a final last meal and all of that we go to restaurants we can't even decide what we want to eat and i know myself like sometimes i just order it all because i can't decide no we shouldn't be that obsessed with food it's just the belly for food and um, the belly for food and the food goes to the store, right so we just you know take these things whatever is available just eat it yes we owe our body food yes eat well eat right don't don't abuse it also doesn't mean that we now start becoming a gluton, right? It's actually quite embarrassing to be a gluton. Every time I eat and then I can't move, I'm like, what have you done? What have you gained? Like, you know, so it's just simplicity in all things. The Bible says that let your modesty be known to all men. Modesty in all things, in the way we eat, in the way we dress, in the way we, we talk. And God is still helping me. God is still working in me. But our modesty really needs to be known in all things. Another thing we owe our bodies is exercise. Exercise is important, Right. But, you know, the Bible says that exercise is, you know, physical exercise is valuable for some things. It's of some value, but godliness is valuable for all things. So even Jesus exercised. Jesus walked everywhere he went. So his form of exercising was walking. But we want to go to a gym. We want to show that we're using all the equipment. We want to show that we're lifting. It's just not necessary. We should keep Mm. our bodies fit, but we don't have to be so over the top and prove to the world that yes we're on the latest machine or we have the best gym membership or just show no those things are not needed or that and then um and you remember when jesus walked about the bible says that as he walked about he was doing good everywhere he went so he wasn't just walking aimlessly acts chapter 10 verse 38 says that jesus went about doing good because god was with him so he was exercising so he was killing birds with two stones he was walking everywhere and then um he was doing good while he was at it right so we shouldn't some people when they're exercising they don't want to be disturbed they don't want to they block their ears these are all fine that's super i block my ears when i'm running like 
you know so it's, i'm not i'm not saying that it's don't block your ears when you're doing all these things i'm just saying that letting up obsession where we lose the fact that ultimately um jesus is all that matters and then that even brings me back to this thing about food remember when martha was preparing food for jesus jesus didn't have any issue with it she he was there she was there and then the moment she began to worry that oh my sister is not joining me jesus had to call her out like martha mary is doing the one thing that cannot be taken from her the one profitable thing so while she was cooking and making all the food jesus didn't stop her jesus didn't say oh martha come come no i'm not hungry no but the the moment it became an obsession, she was probably just looking at this girl. I'm here sweating and doing all the work. And Jesus is like, oh, no, calm down, matter. That's not what matters, right? Don't let it bother you. Cook the food, yes, but don't make it such an obsession. You don't need to get angry that Mary is not there because she has chosen the one thing that matters that cannot be taken from her, which is Jesus Christ, right? And then finally, when you say care for the body, you know, it's just care for it. The, the you know the bible talks about how the um the the um you, you know husbands love your wives and um care for it as your own body you know so we always as ourselves because the holy spirit um lives in, within us so we should care for our bodies chivalra spoke about how you say oh you're not bathing because you're a christian that's an embarrassment to god and the the whole and the temple of the holy spirit that is your body if, mm-hmm. you, if the Holy Spirit lives in you, imagine if, I think we just say these things, we don't really believe it. Do we really believe that God lives within us? If we truly mm-hmm. have that at the front of our minds, then how would you treat your body when you know that God lives within you? Are you just going to give it to anybody to touch it, to, to use it anyhow? Are you going to just put all sorts of things on your body? Are you just going to, no, you would respect it. So let's not just say things that we don't believe. If we say that we believe that our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, then let's care for our body like we actually know that the living God. It's so it's it's mind blowing. It's it's almost unbelievable. But for the fact that God Himself said it, that He lives within us, then if He does, then let's let's treat it the way we would treat, you know, um, our bodies. If 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 we were seeing Him physically. If we stood in front of the mirror and we were seeing God, we're not God, of course, but imagine we were seeing God, then how would you take care of your body? You know, so mm-hmm. yeah, th- those are the, I guess that's just there for me with, for me with um, this thing about personal branding. It's a thing of priorities. It's a thing of where those are, what sets us apart, you know, believers, God has not said, wear this, wear that, don't eat this, don't eat that. So you can't know the only thing that can prove to the world that we're his disciples is our love for each other. And that's it for me. Mm, that is awesome, Eunice. I, I literally have no more words. Um, <laughs> I am just like feasting uh, on this uh, on this episode tonight and just all that has been shared. I cannot wait to go back and listen to it myself. Um, yeah, you said that's all from you. I have nothing else um, to say um, other than um, I, I just got some praying to do, as always, uh, with every episode um, and just wanting to, um, you know, really meditate on this thing and, and you know, and see what the Lord is, is saying to me in this episode. Um, and I pray and hope that you godly girls will do the same and um, we will see y'all back for. Oh, yeah, our... I'll just add, actually, I'm sorry to interrupt. Oh, go you. ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say that, yeah, it's still an encouragement that please read the untouched parts. 
um it's not it's not we can't just because what we're just trying to do is to whet your appetite enough like we can't the book is a deep book the book is i was telling when i was praying before this episode i was telling god i can't do it's just thank you god for you know choosing to use me as the writer of this book because it's such my life is not the model of the untouched part so it's almost i also have a lot to learn from the book even just preparing for this episode i was reminded of some of the things god was teaching me during that Mm. period and you know so it's a i'm still going to encourage people we're not this episode this podcast we're doing is not to make you not read the book or not reading the books you have left out so many things that we can just accommodate within a short period of time you know so i will still say please read the book the untouched part um yeah buy it read it and you know let these things really bless you and let the holy spirit truly use it to walk within you so that we live lives truly worthy of our calling and not just live according to what the world tells us to do but according to the word of god ultimately mm-hmm. if you read your bible and you don't read the untouched part you're good <laughs> you know but Amen. if you john wants to also read the untouched part then why not you know go ahead that's it yeah amen amen and it's definitely not like you know you said these this uh this whole season uh season three the untouched part of you know this is just us kind of summarizing um and not even summarizing to you know to the to the t this book is like i said it's very heavy um it's you know it's this whole this this chapter one is like 200 pages is it eunice yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, it, it's long. And so, like I said, we're, we're just doing a couple of um, episodes um, on different topics out of the book. Um, as you said, to kind of intrigue you to go and actually read the book and have it for yourself, because this, this, you know, this, uh, this podcast or this, um, this season of the podcast will not be enough. It's no, it's no substitute. It's no comparison to the actual book itself. Um and that's not a marketing gig or anything like that. As Eunice said, you can read the Bible and you'll be absolutely fine. But I do believe that the Lord has allowed you to hear this podcast for a very um, divine reason. Um, and I don't believe it's just for you to just take it and, you know, um, just leave it at where, you know, where we're, where we're giving you um, and not allowing the Lord to really speak to you uh, personally with the book. So as Eunice said, definitely get the book. I will be linking the book um, in the um episode description of every episode of this season and um yeah i'm just really excited um just of how this is going to turn out like i said we you know we're on the second episode this is the second episode here and we've already gotten a call from um one person who like i said i've never met before uh in montgomery alabama who stated that she was very um moved by uh the episode with the dummy cake so we bless god and we thank god What'd you say, Eunice? Oh, I was just saying hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. 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 So, ladies, we thank you all so much. And Eunice, would you like to close us out in prayer really quick about just this episode and, um, you know, just whatever the Lord would like to to say to us in this moment? Our Father in heaven, we just want to thank you, Lord, for the um, another successful episode. The Untouched Paths, Godly Girls podcast season three. Lord, we just want to thank you for the lessons that your word has teaching us. Your word says that you have given us everything that pertains to life and godliness. And truly, your word is everything that we need. Your word tells us how to live in this present world. Your, your word guides us 
So, Father, we just want to thank you and we just pray, Lord, that everything that has been said will not just be words, but, Lord, they would actually and bear fruit in our lives, oh God, that the changes that need to be made, oh God, the re, the mindset, re, the mind resets and everything that needs to happen, oh God, that these words that we spoken, oh God, would truly come alive in our hearts. We pray, Lord, that you give us the grace, oh God, in no measure, oh God, but just boundless grace, oh God, that you give us and bestow upon us so that we can actually not just be hearers of your word, but doers, oh God, and that we may glorify your name. Thank you, Father, Lord, for another episode. Thank you for the Godly Girl community. Thank you for everybody who has listened to this episode, Lord. We pray, God, that you will meet them at the point of their needs, oh God, and draw each and every one of us closer unto you. And so, Father, we just say thank you. Thank you for your love. Thank you for the gift of your son, Jesus. Thank you for everything that you've done for us, oh God. We're grateful. We give you all the praise. Thank you, Father, for in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, sis. And thank you, ladies, for listening. And I pray that you all were blessed. Uh, We will be back when we be back. (laughs) Love (laughs) y'all. Hey girl, hey, it's your host, V-Baby. What's up? I wanted to personally welcome and thank you for tuning into the Golly Girl Talk podcast. This is the podcast where you will find raw and unfiltered conversation regarding a variety of real life topics ranging from depression, generational curses, relocation, relationships, you name it, you've been through it. We're discussing it here each week. And here is the deal. We will be applying scripture to each and every topic. My goal is to show you how to let the Bible be the governing factor of your life so that you may experience the supernatural peace and joy God created us all to live in. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Oh.